THC podcast sponsored. <sighs> Fuck, I got winded. I should go see a doctor. Sponsored by Fast Cuts. Sponsored <laughs> by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com and or in your damn. I was about to say F and A hole. But you said you don't swear right off the bat, you some b. So it's true. I, I held it back, Joe. That's good. I held it back. You're learning. You're learning. But since we're past the 45 second mark, I'm gonna say, or you're fucking asshole, you some bitch. Joe, how was your weekend? As uh, typical. How about yours? It's all right. I tried some new food over the weekend, Joe. Did you? I did. As did I. How was it? It's uh, leaning, leaning meatballs, I think they're called. Uh, so Tom came up to Dallas, not so much for a visit, but just to get away. You know, got to get away, they say. And he rented a, a fancy house. It wasn't fancy. It was a house, though. <laughs> Okay, I was just like, wait a goddamn minute, that's a fancy house to you? Uh, no, uh, it is in, I'd say, an expensive neighborhood, but everything's fucking expensive now. But uh, yeah, the house had a little, some quirks to it, I guess you could say. Uh, like uh, all the sockets in the dining area were upside down, which was just kind of odd to me. Uh, but they also, Tom decided to cook for us, you know, being... <laughs> The gracious host that he is, he's gonna make us his famous spaghetti and meatballs and salad. It was linguine marinara with meatballs. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> so he asked us to bring over a pan because he didn't have a, a an oven sheet, you know, to cook on. So we did just grab one at random, and turns out that the 
But what happened before, like before you got there and after you had you headed out the door, what happened then? Did you meet anybody on the way, on the way over? Oh, I mean, yeah, we uh, were picked up by our driver, who is a comical fellow. Who uh, we have a giant skeleton in our yard, and he's you know joking around, saying, "Oh, we don't have room for him, sir." <laughs> Good one, dude. Good one. Uh, yeah, Tom got a big kick out of that for some reason. I mean, the story's not funny. It's the <laughs> the racism that flows out of your mouth when you say it is what makes me giggle. I'm Hispanic. Hispanics are very racist. We covered this, and we will again when we discuss machete. Oh uh, shit! Pretty soon, or or later in the show. But uh, but yeah. So Tom's oven or the airbnb oven was smaller than most ovens so this oven sheet did not fit in there and tom had to cook these things on a slant <laughs> sideways in the i oven. had to make a little gutter at the end of with tinfoil to curve it up just so all the fucking grease wouldn't run off and cause a fucking fire yeah it didn't so. made the fucking meatballs crunchy but didn't cause a fire, so no. So yeah, so had some spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, Lisa got to enjoy the hot tub. Tom and I watched a few movies, played a little billiards, like gentlemen. Um, Pool sharking, as I call it. Yeah, we did not play Planoopoly, which uh, was there in case somebody staying there did want to play Planoopoly. Mm. Uh, yeah, did that. And Tom came over to our place, and I made him what he called fusion food. <laughs> Asian fusion tacos. Mm -hmm. So when I, uh, Joe's just like, hey, buddy, I'm going to make my version of street tacos. So I just sent him a text. I was like, all right, cool. I got, like, cilantro and onions already if you want me to bring them. And you just fucking wrote back like, how dare you, you son of a bitch. I thought I was helping out and just trying to save you the time of getting that shit. Turns out he was making fucking orange pineapple chicken and throwing it on tortillas and calling it a street taco. It was fine. Like, you know, wasn't what I was expecting when somebody <laughs> would say street tacos. Well, but, I didn't uh, make it as spicy as I usually did out of respect to your asshole. <laughs> I know you had to be in the car the next day, so. And you know what happened, Joe? When I <laughs> left today, I fucking had to stop at uh, Biddy Mold Supply. Well, I, well, I guess I had to because the ship got damaged by UPS. So instead of just, yeah, ship it, I went to pick it up and got some other shit, too. And then when I was in there, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm about to shit right the fuck now. And, uh. I had a bunch of heavy buckets and bags to lift up and throw in the back of my car, Joe. Luckily, there was a racetrack <laughs> right around the corner. So I parked at the side, luckily, that the bathroom was on. I saw, I opened the stall, saw that there was no toilet paper, so hurried up and grabbed a bunch of paper towels from the dispenser, waddled back to that stall. Locked it, realized that there was wadded up shit tickets on the floor, kind of in back of the 
fucking toilet. And I was like, I got a liquid shit right now. So it is what it is. And then as I sit down, I don't pull my pants down all the way because it's a public bathroom, you see. And as I look down, I see what can only be described as puddles of sperm. You ever been to a public bathroom and have to liquid shit immediately and just, ah, see someone planted some seed? I can say that I never have, Tom. I could say that before this morning, Joe. But not anymore. I guess the question that's on everybody's mind is, did you shit up? Uh, It was up the back of the toilet for sure. Up the back of the toilet bowl. Uh, Straight liquid shit with some fucking pineapple chunks. I guess I can't digest that shit. But uh, at first I stood up and it fucking wasn't flushing. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, fuck. But then as I moved a little bit more, it flushed, and it only flushed the front part. And I was like, oh, no, these poor fucking bastards. (laughs) And right after I thought of that, another whoosh came down the back part. And I was like, oh, thank fuck. I know I'm shitting at a place where motherfuckers just throw fucking their discarded toilet paper behind them, but I'm on shit. the floor. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Fuck. And it wasn't even like the handicapped stall where you can spread your legs and whack off. <laughs> it was the little thin one I could barely fit in because I'm a fat fuck of a man. Uh, I well, fucking got out of there quick. Goodbye to Dallas, you know. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it was cool seeing you guys. Appreciate you coming over and having us over and all that shit. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Drank probably more than I should have the whole weekend. Um, So I'm back to tea for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Tea and water. Um, And then, you know, went back into the shop today and got depressed all over again. Because adding to that, it was also a fucking gloomy day again, you know, to to make me feel even more gloomy in my mood and disposition. And the shop was really fucking cold today. I don't know. I said, welcome back to work, motherfucker. As soon as I got home, I went to bed. And then I uh, woke up and remembered, oh, yeah, I didn't buy any groceries. (laughs) because Oh, I woke up. Fuck. (laughs) I didn't buy any groceries. So I got to go out and get some food. I got Taco Bell. It fucking sucks. <laughs> but yeah, then after that, I fucking uh, went into the shop to see, like, all right, make sure I know what needs to be done. More needs to be done than I thought, but this is the first time that I ever got back from anywhere and I walked in the shop and I wanted to fucking puke. Usually I'm like fucking scratching to get back to work and making shit. I just walked in, there's like, ugh. Just fucking disgusted with everything. Yeah, today was not a thrilling day for me. It was quite a downer. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll feel better about it when I go in tomorrow, but I doubt it. Fingers crossed. Mm. But it's that whole losing your passion thing. Maybe. Mm. maybe. Uh, I'm sure there's tons of people in the chat. I've I've told you all since I'm doing this on the phone, I can't see the chat anymore, but uh, hi. Whatever. 
Hey, Joe. <laughs> you watch any movies lately? <laughs> Tom, I watched uh, the animated film Up. You heard of this one? Yes, it's about erections. It is. Uh, it's actually about uh, the cartoon version of George Romero who uh, meets his wife at a young age. They grow together. They get married. They grow older together. And, like, she wants to go on adventures and do stuff. And he never takes her, Tom. Never does. You know? Then she dies. So he decides, hey, now we'll go on an adventure. At least I will. You know? And I'll take some little child with me. And uh, so he ties a bunch of balloons to his house because he's a balloon salesman. Uh, seems to be doing all right selling balloons. You know, he's got a house and everything. Uh, maybe I'll look into that. But uh, the balloons fly him and the house off to some place in South America, some hidden valley where they have... And uh, there's another adventurer there looking for some rare bird that everybody called him a fraud for presenting to the public in the 50s or something. He's got a lot of dogs. So when you say bird, mate... Mm-hmm. Not a woman, like an actual bird, you know, the bird that's, you know, make bird noises, you know, stuff like that. Um, oh, wrong movie. But uh, <laughs> this was pretty fun, Tom. I got to say I enjoyed it. For a guy who's, whose heart seems to be shrinking and getting colder by the day, I thought this was a, this was a good little watch. Like a wristwatch? Yes. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, I thought it was about a fucking uh, guy's wife who died, and she wanted she always wanted to fucking fly balloons or some shit. Now that I hear he's just a balloon salesman and a cheap fuck, and that's all that it is, it's just like, come on, baby, you just got that life insurance money. Spend a little. <laughs> Living it up. <laughs> yeah. Now that I know he's just, oh, I just had the balloons laying around because I've been stealing shit from the company for years. Now I finally got a reason to use these fucking things. Well, I think yeah. uh, I think since it was his company, that's probably why he didn't have the money to go on this adventure with her until she <laughs> died. But yeah. Yeah, I just thought there would have been, there was more meaning to the whole balloon thing. But. Uh-huh. There might be, there might be some symbology or, you know, whatever, but I don't know. You're spending too much time on balloons and not with her. I'm just watching, you know, just watching. Do you watch anything, Tom? Not much, Joe. Hmm. Did you watch anything we didn't see together? Yes. All right. What was it? I watched... Uh, the people who own the dark. This is either Spanish or Italian. I'm not sure. Maybe both. How uh, are they holding their fork? Are they holding <laughs> any forks? Well, they're about to have an orgy at the movie. It's some rich people that get together at somebody's uh, palatial estate, and they're going to have an orgy in the uh, in the basement. In the cellar or whatever, the wine cellar, I don't know. But uh, 
there's some rumbling, Tom, some rumblings, you know, and the power's flicking off and everything. Turns out, holy shit, there's a nuclear war going on. There's a what? Nuclear war going on. And uh, it's these uh, bombs, I guess, that don't destroy anything. Because when they look out in the countryside, everything's okay. You know, there's no, like, fallout or fucking uh, nuclear winter. But there are a lot of blind people. Because nuclear bombs make people blind, Tom. And once very you get, bright. Once you get blind, you get very angry. And you want to kill anybody that has sight. You want to take their eyes out. Uh, pretty shitty. Not a great movie. I mean, it wasn't the worst uh, I definitely wouldn't want, want to watch it again. It was, uh, you know, the, the blind people scenes were funny. You know, they got these mobs of blind people that are just like holding canes and like, like they got all got canes all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, they were doing karate and shit fucking canes. Uh, uh, not good. Uh, it's supposed to be, I guess, somewhat sexy. It's not sexy. <laughs> not sexy. But this one, and I already took it to the shop, is, is definitely going into the for sale box. So if you like this kind of stuff, find me. Find me. After that, Tom, I watched Hired Gun, which I told you about. But for the sake of our listeners, this is a documentary about people in bands, big name bands. But they're not the big name. They're just somebody that plays with the band. And they quickly learned that they could be with this band for like 15, 19 years. But fuck it, you're nobody special. Get out of here. There's a lot of that. It's a lot about people that are chasing their dreams and getting disillusioned with a lot of shit. Some people that did uh, achieve what they wanted to and are very happy. Uh, some of them didn't. There's good stories. There's bad stories. Uh has a lot of negative things to say about the uh, Billy Joel, the old piano man, scenes from Italian restaurant and all that. And the guy from Filter. You remember that one Filter song, Tom? Hey, no. man, nice shot. Nice shot, man. Um, yeah, very good. Very good documentary. I, you know, if you're into any kind of music, there's something in there for you. I think you, uh, most people would dig it. High, high recommendation. What about for people who listen to that fucking hayseed shit? There's a little bit of that. Mm. Very little, not a whole lot. That's good. Probably would have been better if there was none. But now I'll never watch it. Fucking yokels. Watch anything else? I did, Tom. I watched a few movies over at... Uh... Shay Martino momentarily. <laughs> they did fucking uh, call that thing the Italian villa. <laughs> I did not get any WAP vibes off of that shit at it, all. That one, uh, oh, that one gondola picture? Yeah, it's supposed to be Sicily or some shit. I don't know. It looked like France with a river going through it. Yeah, he was wearing one of those stupid striped shirts and a kerchief and those dickhead hats. Mm-hmm fucking asshole yeah um 
Yeah, this house has no propane, by the way, people. So if you ever rent this house, there's no <laughs> empty tanks of propane. Yeah, they got the tanks, more tanks than you can handle. Mm -hmm. In case you want to juggle, you see they had three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. But it was all right. I thought all in all the place was all right and as described, so whatever. Except that and oven, what the fuck? So usually Tom and I get together for Black History Month and have a, a celebration, you know, of the artists and uh, the pioneers, the the uh, the people that bring us joy and watch some of their stuff. And so we missed it this year. Decided I to didn't. For it. I celebrate Black History every day. Mm. Mm. Nothing uh, funny about that. So we started with Uwe Lumel's. The DC Sniper, or maybe it's just DC Sniper. Yeah, I think it's D period, C period, Snipper. Yeah. Tell them a little bit about this treat, Tom. Oh, well, this one tells the story of the DC Sniper, which really just seems like it happened a couple years ago. But that couple years turns into 20 real fucking fast, motherfucker. And now at the, at the time of recording, it is actually 20 years plus some months, so fuck you. And uh, it stars Ken Foray Skinne as the DC Sniper. It's you might... also his birthday today, and we're recording this in your honor, Mr. Mm. Foray, or whatever. Happy birthday, Black Santa, or the black guy from Dawn of the Dead, or the black guy from Beyond, or the father from Keenan and Kel. Joe, Jamel Kent, star of Race War, the remake, also happens to be in this movie as Little Buddy, a.k.a. Robin, a.k.a. the guy the DC sniper was grooming. Can't remember his name, but right off the bat, fuck both these people in real life. All this serial killer glorifying shit and these kind of movies or whatever. Fuck them all. Uh, fuck the people. Fuck the people who make them. And most of all, fuck the people who watch them. Who enjoy but, them. Or just watch them. Yeah. I use copies off eBay or whatever. But uh, I can't remember what the fuck. It was years ago at this point. If you've been with us for a while, you know we always say, oh, we're going to get to DC Sniper. We're going to we're gonna get together and watch it. Joe, how many times have I said, hey, I brought DC Sniper in case we get to it? Several times, Tom. We were going to re- uh, or not, I guess, yeah, review it, talk about it at Camp Zool, but just like a week before. There was, or not even a week, probably it's a couple days before there was some fucking shooting that happened, which is pretty fucking sad. I can't remember which one. It's just, oh, you know, it was, it was one of those mass shootings that always happens, you know. Ah, is it the one with the kids? Ah, a lot of them were. Can't remember which one. There's <laughs> plenty to choose from. Yep. So uh, we didn't get to it then, but we got to it now. So we were pretty fucking drunk. Mm -hmm. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this movie's something, folks. Uh, <laughs> Ken Faree wrote some of the script. He produced it. So he was hoping for something with this. He was hoping to get 
like some recognition. It's like, look at everything I can do. Look at how serious an actor I am. Uh, throughout the film, they cut to him, like giving monologues, you know, talking about it cuts. It's black and white. Yeah. Um, Just a single shot on him, set the camera up and let his heart bleed. Mm-hmm. All over the screen. It mm. is fucking awful. This guy cannot act for shit. Um, if uh, you paid for his autograph at a show, you are more than likely a Dawn of the Dead mark. And okay, everybody likes what they like. But no, this guy cannot, cannot act. This was very, very bad. I just want to let you know, I got Black Santa's revenge signed. <laughs> okay. Uh, Uwe Lamel, the director, also plays a part of uh, the detective that's trying to find the killers in this. Uh, he also cannot act or direct. can do neither one. This... Uh, I don't know. Not good, Tom. Not good. And was there something memorable that you thought was all right with it? Oh shit! Did Tom freeze? <laughs> Tom froze. We both did. The screen dropped out, and my wheels just started spinning. Mm. <laughs> I didn't see it on my end, but you were frozen. It took me a little bit to notice. Gotcha. Were you saying stuff? Yeah, I was saying stuff. All right. Well, hopefully then I just dropped out and something was still going on. Maybe they'll answer you in the chat about that. Um, no, I was talking about Uwe Lamel's performance and how he cannot act nor direct. Uh, yeah, not good. Um, there was some funny shit in it for sure. You know, when uh, unintentionally funny because this is horrible. It's making a movie off of real fucking people right. that died and shit. And especially when it's such fucking garbage. Why don't you just go to these people's, the surviving family relatives, and just smack them in the fucking mouth? Because <laughs> that's what you're doing, you some bitch. This is. Man. There's, there's some if, scenes, uh, like when his young protege. What they had done was like cut out a little piece of the car by the license plate so they can stick the gun out. And no, shoot. no. They removed one of the tail lights. Is that how they did it in this? Yeah. Yeah. And no wires were ever connected to it. So they could just, you know, get uh, pulled over by right. the cops at any time for having a fucking brake light that doesn't work. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they just kind of pull it off. And then there's a little. There's a little box. Jamel looks out like. This is such disrespectful fucking garbage. And that's coming from me. So Jesus Christ. This, um, Ken Faree is giving him instructions on. Yeah, take an aim. Oh, yeah, just put your finger on the trigger. Like he's getting off, you know, and it is just ridiculous. Lousy acting. Uh, fucking dumb. The whole movie is dumb. I do not recommend. Um, <laughs> do not recommend at all. Yeah, I mean, it's a piece of shit, and uh, we giggled a lot. And fucking, it sucks to say this, but we had a damn good time watching <laughs> this piece of shit. 
We did. But uh, the only way to watch it is uh, get drunk, get high, do whatever with your buddies, and uh, laugh at it. Uh, but bootleg it, you know. Don't, yeah, don't but I mean, even funny. then, just know you're watching this fucking. Yeah. Well, so, you know, anybody that's listened to the show for a long time, one thing we don't like is serial killers and pedophiles. So, well, I guess that's two things. But uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah. washing our butt cracks. So you know, I will watch movies about uh, serial killers, but the people that glorify them, you know, that. Uh, I've been asked several times, hey, can you make some Albert Fish shirts? No, I cannot. I will make some fucking Prince Albert shirts, though, and hopefully the WWE doesn't sue you. I'll put them in a can. Oh, shit. Uh, Fucking better let them out, cocksucker. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Yeah, uh. I was thinking of saying, hey, Joe, give me a second and fucking walking back there and snapping the movie in half. But I'm thinking maybe I should. I don't want to give it away or really watch it again. Thumbs up in the chat. Should I go? Hey, how much is this going for on eBay? But I mean, that would kind of be even fucking scummy too, selling this shit. So there's another fucking. I mean, I seen the goddamn movie. I'm probably never going to watch it again. I would say so. There's somebody in there that's into garbage. Maybe just they want to watch it to laugh at it. Yeah, know? but I would just feel that's bad fine. making money off of that fucking shit. Well, do something good with that money, Tom. Like buy a hot dog or something. Damn, I could donate the money to charity. There you go. I'll sell it on eBay and do the charity option. Yeah. That's what we'll do. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to put this review up and say, hey, hurry up and go and Bid on it, you fucking dick lick. <laughs> so hurry up and go and bid on it, you fucking dick lick. I don't know what charity yet. I'll see what the fuck eBay has on there. But I'll let you know when it's up down now. Yeah, uh, I guess I I guess I watched. No, I did watch some uh, documentary stuff on the old fucking DC snipper after this to get a little more of a... Uh, understanding of who this guy was because they didn't really say much like that on the fucking uh movie but i guess he came back from uh from the war he came back from the war and his country didn't treat him well and then he came back to his wife and his wife didn't treat him well so then he snapped and got lethal injected the end I forgot pretty much fucking everything I watched and learned because I was severely drunk at that point because it was four o'clock in the fucking morning and I was eating leftover linguine marinara. (laughs) Okay, so I remember I had watched uh, a movie maybe called Blue Caprice, maybe, and that that was about the uh, DC sniper. And that was an oddly shot and and done movie too that it was just odd but but it did uh like i did the same thing after watching that one i watched a documentary about the two of them and uh i think that's where like we saw hey this you asked me is that the one with cam Faree? i was like no but i'd like to watch that you know so and that was years ago so you go and back we, and we definitely talked about it yeah mm-hmm 
So, hmm. He was grooming that young boy or whatever. It was fucking weird. Yeah. Fucking weird. And I guess he's still alive, the kid. But they lethal injected the other motherfucker, John Henry or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, they had the kid like testify against him, and you know, like he's got not ever getting out of jail or anything. But uh, but uh, with him testifying, they got rid of the the death penalty in his sentencing. I know this is going to be very controversial, but uh, I'm just going to fucking say it anyways. Uh, doing that kind of shit isn't cool. So if you're out there and you're thinking about shooting fucking people and shit, don't do it. It's not cool. And uh, in my book, you'd be a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like this. You know, it's something different. Somebody wronged you, you know, like killed your family or something. You're going out uh, to get vengeance. But uh, just randomly killing people for kicks, fuck you. And Joe doesn't support that either. Mm -mm. Just for uh, anybody out there who may come back to this footage later. Yeah. Joe was just kidding about that whole thing. Just let the law take care of it. Yeah. Revenge, you know, (coughs) is like ice cream, they say. If you're a bronzy fan, you can head over to dwmproductions.net. I wouldn't say you should walk around wearing that shit, acting like a fucking tough guy, vigil ante. But you know, if you wanna, if you want a nice vigil ante mask, maybe head on over to dwnproductions.net and get something nice for yourself. Because after all, you fucking deserve it, you some bitch. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then after that, uh. We decided to do a double feature. Turned on the old Tubi because we wanted quality movies. And when you want quality movies, who else would you turn to besides Tubi? The free as fuck streaming service where six ads play every 13 minutes. On the Joe, <laughs> tell everybody about... The Scrooston lensed movie and made movie Candy. Candy. Now, Candy is about a stripper who works in a strip club that they don't take their clothes off. They just, you know, were there in their bikini tops and their thongs. And, uh, but when she's done with that, once her shift is over, she goes out with her crew also of strippers. And they rob drug dealers, Tom. Rob drug dealers of their drugs and their money, and then they kill them with machine gun type guns. And her brother is a drug dealer, but he's the good guy drug dealer for us, I guess. There's uh, some competition out there in those streets of Scrooston, Tom. There is a corrupt policeman that's out to take their territory. Ter- territory. <laughs> the dope dealer's her brother. Is that it? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's oh. in the second one. All right. Yeah. In the second yeah. one, she just has a brother that just. We'll get to that. So the drug dealer, he's got uh, one of his buddies that helps him out with the the chemicals and stuff. No, that's in the second one too. 
This guy is just sitting there high all the time, and he can't talk. <laughs> He's the mute. But Smiley. He His name's Smiley because he smiles a lot. <laughs> and uh, he communicates by saying, whoop. Whoop. Mm-hmm. So, like, he'll nod. Classic. Tells us something. Whoop. If he's got something real expressive to say, he goes, whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's about, uh, you know, the plot of the cop to take these girls down, you know, and he does it by having. But not for justice, just because he wants to run the streets because right. he's crooked and sells drugs, too. He is corrupt. Only like you'd think he'd be in this big mansion or whatever, but he's like kind of in a dumpy house with his fat buddy who looks like a bullfrog and fucking basketball shorts. And then just like a fucking other just average guy. It's not like, oh, all right, we're taking over the streets now. It's just like oh, yeah, a couple buddies who watch football on Sunday and drink beer getting together and decide, I'm tired of being a cop. I'm going to take over these streets. <laughs> so uh, this movie's not good, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I may watch it again at some point. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But, uh, you know, if you've never visited the city of Houston, this uh, mm. town has, this movie has plenty of uh, drone shots that'll take you through the Houston skyline and some parts. Every three stuff. minutes, you're Not guaranteed. <laughs> in the second one, they do that. They fucking up that up a lot. But, uh, but yeah, it's all right. You know, it, it's dumb. You know, they, there's a lot of scenes that don't move the, the uh, plot forward that you think, all right, this is going to come into play somehow. You know, they talk to an OG at the local store, you know, where they're buying Frito pies. Oh, Bun B. And pickles. And, they, you know, they're just going to the store. But uh, they never come back to that guy. Uh, no, it was just a cameo for Bun B. Screwston-based mm -hmm. rapper. Yes. So, also, Scarface is in this. So, another Houston-based rapper. So, mm. if you're familiar with the Houston hip-hop scene, this You'll movie. you love this movie, or the soundtrack, at least. Um, the women are wearing revealing clothing throughout the movie, but they don't really reveal anything, which is uh, odd, given this is an exploitation movie, or supposed to be. You know? uh, it's, it's a hood movie. but An a, urban flick. A, ve <laughs> a very, very basic one. Yeah. That's what they call a, an analog film, I think. <laughs> True crime. <laughs> but I mean, if you like watching a bunch of ass cheeks clapping and there's a lot funny, of that. funny dialogue. Um, at the end of it, Shyamalan twist. This guy has set up everything to kill Candy. You know, she had one of her friends betray her. And uh, we go to a funeral scene. Fuck, they're going to bury Candy. Man, poor girl, she's dead now. But she's not, Tom. She's not. The cop is in that coffin. They're going to bury that motherfucker alive. Mm. And they do. And the credits roll. Fuck. Sitting in the ghetto thinking about 
yeah, very, very basic hood movie, but uh, it was entertaining. The fucking dialogue was very funny. Uh, fucking old, I was going to say Smokey, but old Smiley just going, the whole time, that was fucking hilarious. You giggled every time the motherfucker did it. <laughs> it, it uh, yeah, it, it's comical. You know, the dialogue is is uh is bad, weak. It's another movie to to get drunk with some buddies and watch, and you'll have a good time. Uh, but they were actually trying to make a movie. You know that that has heart. You know these are like some indie people got some money together and was, hey, fucking let's do this. You know, and I guess some of their friends told them. Man, that was really good. You should make another one, man. Candy too. You should make candy too. And filmmaker. They did. <laughs> uh, I think I will. I think I will make candy too. Let me see who we can get back together to do this. Oh, we can't get candy. <laughs> oh, we can't get any of her friends. Uh oh, we got Smiley. Smiley's back. Then the main villain we killed in the last one. We can get him back. Get him back. <laughs> so Candy 2. We rolled straight from Candy onto Candy 2. It's like, shit, we got to see where this goes, Tom. We got to see what Candy's up to. Uh, the movie starts out like a horror movie. Some Something's crawling out from a grave, Tom. It's the cop. He wasn't dead. They didn't bury him. Well, I guess they buried him alive, but... Uh, but fuck it, he's back. Back to doing his corrupt cop stuff. See, I assume they beat the shit out of him or shot him in some sh- or some shit and then just threw the body in there because they were already going. So they just fucking like kicked him in the nuts a little bit and tossed him in the broad that betrayed her into the grave. No, it's like you said, he's one of the only cast members they could get back. So they had to write him back somehow. Like, that. fuck it, let's not explain that. Let's just... Uh... so. The cop from the last one, who's the main villain, and uh, what the fuck was her name? I forget. It wasn't Tay-Tay. Candy, that's right. I'm a fucking idiot. So Candy's friend, who betrayed her, were both inside the coffin in the last movie, and it led you to believe that they were fucking killed. Mm -hmm. And that's how the movie ended. However, the guy who they supposedly killed crawls out of the grave and then candy's friend who betrays her also crawls out of the grave however complained by complained played by a completely different actress to the point where i was just like who the fuck is this supposed to be and i had to look it up on imdb to see if it was the same character (laughs) uh we're uh, told early on they got some expository dialogue like, oh, yeah, Candy, she moved to Atlanta. That's Atlanta. Why, that's why she's not in this movie, even though it's called Candy her 2. and all her friends. Right. <laughs> yeah. So now we've just got the, not the drug dealer from the first movie. He's not in here, right? Or was, no, just Smiley and the other fat guy. And uh, what's it called? The bad guy. That's yeah. it. So instead, since they don't have candy to reprise her role, what they do is there's a new synthetic drug on the street named candy that our good drug dealers are making and manufacturing. And And that's candy's brother. Yeah. He named the drug after after his sister. 
Yeah, so the cop. And you know, even though they're little pink pills, but uh, I mean, anybody who watched Half Baked knows fucking Candy's cocaine. So <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Uh, the cop wants that drug. He wants control of it. He wants the recipe. And uh, he's up to his old tricks, Tom, to, to get that money back. Uh, our characters, our, our protagonists, the good drug dealers, they hang out at a, at a strip bar. And again, there's like a strip bar with no nudity. There's uh, a real strip bar in Houston called Mr. X. While this was going on, I looked up to see if this was an actual bar in Houston. It was. The Google reviews were not kind. So if it seems like I'm having trouble uh, telling you folks about the plot of this and keeping my thoughts coherent, because this was a very... I had a lot of trouble watching this movie this uh everything that was that had heart in the first one is devoid now it's gone and yeah, all the charm was crumpled up and thrown out the fucking window yeah they're just making a movie and we, there were a lot of drone shots in the first one and we were shaking our heads about that but this one i'd say half the movie is drone shots of of houston you know and, and they tried to spice it up a little like hey let's do this drone shot upside down or and i mean some of them look nice there was a one a Houston the skyline at night lit up with like neon accents and shit. I was like, yeah, it looks pretty cool, but I mean, I don't need to the see the motherfucker time. for seventeen minutes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they added a lot of stuff in here just to uh, get a future feature length runtime. So cheating—that's what they were doing. Cheating, cutting corners. In or this one, where uh, the first movie. Felt like it was in like an actual movie. I don't want to say cinematic, but it felt like it was a movie. As this one just seemed like a fucking long ass video that you'd see on like BT After Dark or some shit. This was just a straight up fucking long ass music video. Yeah, can't recommend this one. Did not like Candy too. Uh, the first one, it felt like an actual independent movie with uh, with heart. This one just felt like, fuck it, let's do it again. Couldn't get anybody back, and there were a couple of people, but I mean, not really. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's not really a movie. Mm -mm. It's just, uh, like, it's commendable that they did this and all that, but whew, second one is not good. No. However, the first one, we, we like garbage. You know, we watch a lot of garbage for this show and we'd watch it anyway, even if we weren't doing the show. Uh, we're drunks. <laughs> uh, candy is some good garbage. I would recommend uh, it's on Tubi. Everybody's got Tubi. If you don't, what are you living in the Stone Ages? Mm. Uh, get yourself some Tubi. Watch it. One, just one night when you've got some buddies over or whatever. As uh, as many dicks as Candy 2 sucked, if I'm ever scrolling through Tubi and I come across Candy 3, it will be watched. I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to know. 
Hey, we're back from Atlanta now. You killed my brother, see? Ah, <laughs> uh, Joe. Welcome to the Grindhouse. You like Asian fusion tacos, Joe? I do. Grindhouse machete. Mm. So, I'm sure when he was sitting in prison that uh, old Danny Trejo never thought that he would be the leading man in a film, much less a series of films, you know? So, pretty interesting. They, they spun this character off of the great Spy Kids franchise, but it's not the same character, but it is. So, Spy Kids is in a alternate universe from what I've read. So, if you want more machete that's not the Grindhouse style, watch those Spy Kid flicks. Uh, what's this about, Tom? I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> this is about uh, a federale who uh, is going to uh, save a lady. A naked. A, a naked, la a naked, gaping lady who uh, unfortunately is kind of in on everything, and it's just a big setup to uh, make Machete's life just a little more miserable. So uh, the king of Mexico, Steven Seagal, kills Machete's wife and daughter and uh, sets whatever fucking trap house they were in on fire. Like, that was fucking going to add even more to machete's plight like just kill my wife and daughter and now you're burning this house i don't it's nothing my wife and daughter just died you fuck but i guess he doesn't really care because he just flees mexico and starts <laughs> fucking gardening in uh the states or some shit but um what the fuck that was weird but, uh, yeah, uh, he gets tied up with uh, the wrong people. And when I say the wrong people, I mean white people. And uh, then they set him up to uh, act like he was going to kill uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. So Robert De Niro is a politician that's uh, heavy-handed against immigration, wants to build a wall, an electrified fence along the border. I yes. That <laughs> they needed some background on the old man. So yeah, he plays a senator called Senator McLaughlin, and uh, he rides around the uh, the uh, border with uh, old Donnie Johnson. And what do they do? They shoot Mexicans trying to cross. And uh, for some reason, a senator thinks it's good to have footage of him doing such things. So uh, they want to act like the senator was going to get, when I say they, again, those evil white people, they want to act, uh, they want a Mexican to look like he was trying to assassinate the senator so he would win re-election and uh, they could build the walls and bring the drugs or whatever. Again, it's an exploitation movie, so it's probably about drugs somewhere, and it is. It's uh, evil 
uh, Jeff Fahey is in cahoots with evil Mexican Steven Seagal to uh, try and keep the drugs made in America, I guess. is. But, I mean, really, that's how it should be, Joe. We should have not only our drugs, but our products made here. He wanted the supply <laughs> to be as open, you know. With the open borders, Tom, the drugs are just coming in, and they'd have to sell them for less with the with the electric fence there the supply would be sure they could make more money off it's all about profit Tom. that's right it is profits and margins from what i hear mm -hmm. so uh yeah uh the fucking one of the evil white guys the henchman he uh, takes a shot at Machete when Machete's about to take a shot at uh, old McLaughlin. And uh, it's a setup. So he has to fucking run away. And then uh, he's uh, out for revenge against these people who set him up and just shot him in the shoulder. Even though he never went out for revenge for the guy who cut his fucking wife's head off in front of him. And then. Thought that was weird. his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's just on a revengeance scree, scree, a revengeance spree. Uh, comes across a couple broads, and then they join his revolution. Shia LaBeouf's in it as Miklo. That was nice to see him in it, and uh, it's a good feel-good movie. I tear up a couple times during this one, Joe. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. It is. Uh, I think Jeff Fahey's really good in it. Uh, Don Johnson is, and surprisingly, Steven Seagal is pretty fucking good. Uh, he says, uh, what, what, puñeta all the time. <laughs> and what does that mean, Joe? It's, uh, it means like somebody that's a real, like a disappointment, I guess. Or it is the equivalent of, uh, I guess, Jagoff. <laughs> ah, he's from Chicago, I see. Yeah. <laughs> he says that like every time, every line. He'll say, you know? um, I like it. It sounds good when I say it. Yeah. So it, it delivers uh, some nudity, which all exploitation movies do. and uh, Not all of them. Or, or should, I should say should deliver but yeah it's it's a it's still a good time some of the cgi did not age well cgi will never age well and uh it looks pretty bad and it's distracting but the movie's good enough to where you don't give a shit it's eh i'll let that pass you know i'm having fun with it uh the character of machete is pretty good i dig it you know um i didn't <laughs> I didn't think the lowriders were necessary, Tom, but hey, if we're going to be throwing stereotypes and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's a fucking exploitation movie, You got to have it. The yes. lowriders weren't necessary, but God damn it, they were welcomed. <laughs> All that bouncing around and shit can't be good for the chassis, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Then it just jumped all the way and crushed the guy with the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> it's fucking great. The whole movie's fucking great. This is 
a fucking awesome movie. Still, I don't think it made the uh, my top 10 list of uh, favorite movies when we did it. But I'm pretty goddamn sure I gave it an honorable mention. Looking back on this now, might make the list, Joe. I probably fucking would because this is fun fucking shit. And I love it every fucking time I watch this shit. We've got Jessica Alba in here too, which I don't think she's Hispanic either. And her last name's Alba. Uh, I don't know. She uh, <laughs> she's like, a dark anal, you know. She's in a lot of movies. I always forget how bad an actress she is. She's awful, but she's so fucking pretty. People don't care, I guess. I know I don't. It's like bring her on, bring her, bring more Jessica Alba, and I'll <laughs> let her be pretty. Love uh, her is the invisible woman. Lindsay Lohan is also in this film, and uh, she's just doing Lindsay Lohan stuff. She's she's got a her own story arc, Tom. She's she's on drugs. She's living a very privileged, as they say now, lifestyle. And her dad, Jeff Hay, really wants to fuck her, and uh, really bad. She learns a life lesson once her dad is killed. Uh, Don't let your dad fuck you. Sends out on a quest for revenge because they killed her family, her dad. You know, so take a lesson there, Machete. This is what (laughs) happens when somebody kills your family and you're in a revenge movie type thing. But I guess it wasn't a revenge movie, but it was because of her storyline, Tom. Yeah. Uh, We got uh, Cheech Marin. Marin. He likes to be called. playing the role of Machete's brother. And he somehow became a priest. Padre. He was a federale himself at one time, but now he's a, a padre in Austin that uh, Jeff Fahey Atlanta would go. Jeff Fahey's Catholic, and he would go and make confessions. but uh, Which is weird, because there's definitely white Catholics yeah. out there that he would have felt a lot more comfortable with just the character. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker isn't going down to fucking St. fucking Emmanuel's house of fucking, you know. But uh, as the Catholic Church does, they record those sessions. In the- <laughs> because no fucking children are ever getting molested in those booths. Right, right. Um, yeah, good flick. Good flick. It's got great a, gold a, standard of cinema. Uh, an odd thing, you know, on this uh, DVD here, it's got an audience reaction track, which a lot of is due. That is one of the weirdest shits I've ever seen. Uh, I didn't watch it because I don't watch commentaries. I'm definitely not going to watch that, but it's just a weird special feature to have. Yeah, a lot of his shit has that. See, a lot of his stuff has that, like, five-minute film school or whatever. Like, those were cool. I used to watch those, but I didn't see if there was anything like that on this. I don't think there is. Is there, like, a special edition of this flick? No? Yeah, all that fucking, unfortunately, the Weinstein shit's kind of a... What do we do with this shit? These (laughs) fucking guys aren't gonna give the shit up, so... It's just, yeah, a lot of that stuff isn't gonna. So, hey, if you like physical media, you know, 
wasn't playing anywhere or streaming anywhere. Joe had to go out and buy it because. It now I'll have to find yeah. my at the kills, but I'll probably just head to the theater for that one. <laughs> Woo! Scott, your boy Melly Gibbs in it. I don't remember it all that well. Like, like I remember the movies. Now that I've seen it, I know what's in this movie. But they were just kind of like mix mashed together in my mind. Both flicks. And I was like, "Oh, is she coming out with the bra, the bullet <laughs> bra in this one?" It's like, oh, that's no. the next one. Yeah. Yeah, ever I like it. It's really good. It's uh, very fun. Still holds up. I uh, compare this these movies like uh, machetes, like having sex, and machete twos, like whacking off. They're both pretty good. It's just like which one are you in the mood for? A different feel. So, uh, yeah, this one is staying in the collection. You know, bought it five bucks. I'll keep it. Well, all right, Joe. You ready to uh, swing into another <laughs> issue of Amazing Spider-Man? I want to say we've seen this cover before, right? Or something very similar. Yeah, that was the very iconic, iconic Steve Ramita. Steve, good old Steve Ramita. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, well, they brought in a new writer this time. They brought in old Len Wein. Well, he was in the start of the last issue, I think. Did he? No, I thought it was. I thought that was still Jerry Conway. I don't know. No, I know he was gone. Maybe it was the Wolfman. I think the yeah, Wolfman probably. might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see what he's got, what his child can do you know hey he remembers at least that spider-man has a supporting cast so <laughs> we get to see some of those people that we hadn't seen in a while including flash thompson who i didn't know was friends with jay jonah jerklin but i guess <laughs> uh, jay jonah's friends with all the kids for some reason it's really yeah. fucking weird so first thing spider-man's does is get rid of the body <laughs> the clone remember that clone y'all i do oh okay he, i see he takes it to some incineration factory and throws it down one of those fucking smokestacks bye bye remember that clone story is done that's it it's over so after that Peter's moping around the college campus and we for were... five long years in the 90s. <laughs> it was a long fucking time. <laughs> uh, they brought back the giant size shit for that, but called it something else. Uh, um, <laughs> so we find out that the J. Jonah Jerklin's going to throw a party, an engagement party for Ned Leeds and Betty Brandt. And they've been fucking engaged since like issue 22. Mm hmm. And all the kids are invited, all those college kids. Hey, who do they bump into in the college hallways? It's Harry Osborne. He's back, and he's cured. All that therapy's been working. He's acting a bit ditzy and weird, but, you know, it's probably the meds he's on. But uh, during the party, we uh, hear reports on the news that uh, that there's blackouts going on in the city. African-American outs, please. Different blackouts are happening here and there and 
Oh shit, this is weird. Spidey's got to go investigate it. Ain't nothing more mysterious than the lights going out. And uh, he goes, oh, wait, it's not mysterious at all. It's spelling something out. <laughs> it says shocker. The shocker spelling his name. Why? And is that illegal? I don't fucking know. Does it warrant Spider-Man's attention? I want to get caught. Arrest me. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's the profit in, like, blacking out some city blocks and spelling your name? This is, like, the dumbest fucking villain <laughs> ever. Or the, just the dumbest you plot. couldn't write your name any bigger if you wanted to. <laughs> Spider-Man's like, nobody does that in my town and goes and fucks with him, you know? Starts He's just the guy. Please know me. Love me, please. I'm here doing it. Know me, god damn it. Nobody's gonna forget his name now. So. <laughs> uh so yeah, so he shocks Spider-Man. Spider-Man hits him, uh shoots some web fluid and runs out of web fluid, and then he does a I don't know what he called it, the double double fucking I don't know, get your heart racing shock and debris falls on Spider-Man. And he's fucking like stuck there tom and the water level is rising that's it that's our cliffhanger and we've seen this cliffhanger at least twice before i think yeah. not good probably <laughs> won't be the last time either okay uh not good but it was a curious issue i'll say that it was it was odd you know just just that plot and all that time spent at the party with the the focus on jay jonah jerklin being a cheapskate you know, it's weird shit. Yeah, if, uh, like, it sucks. It's like almost every other single issue we've read so far. Uh, but this shit has been getting me just because I know what's coming in the future. <laughs> in the very distant future. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, all right, at least somebody actually went back and did something. They didn't have to do this much with it, but <laughs> not at all. So yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see where that goes in mm, about eight years or so. Because <laughs> that all happened in the gay nineties. They brought mm -hmm. all that back. Hey, Joe. You like lists? I've been known to like a list or two every once in a while, Tom. You like this one? It's all right. It's better than the one I've thought up for next week, which I'll oh, let you shit. know about during the week. When I oh, because you haven't thought of one. No, I didn't. God damn it. But, uh, but Tom came up with this one and says, uh, list of the most punchable faces. And right off the bat, we should say, we're not supporting violence. No. This is just a funny tee-hee. We don't have fucking magnets in our hands that are just attracted to these motherfuckers' faces. Yeah. It's just a funny thing. We're not going to run around and fucking punch you motherfuckers if when we you see you. People do not punch them on our behalf because, you know, we're just making a list. And or on your behalf. For laughs, you see. Laughs. All yes. jokes. 
At so, Joe, five. who's a real motherfucker you'd like to hit in their cocksucker? Because he's just so weird looking. The weekend. A very odd and punchable face, Tom, this guy has. That's his name? The weekend? He's some kind of Canadian singer or something. Is he a moose? Yes. He's got the face of a moose. Oh, shit. The weekend, Tom. I have no idea who that is. Maybe I should have said, hey, Joe, send me some pictures. He's got a real name, but uh, I can't. Do, 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 do. My number five would probably be the definition of a punchable face. And I heard this, like, people talking about this motherfucker for years. They were just like, oh, he's got to play Mr. Fantastic. This guy, this guy needs to play Mr. Fantastic. And I kept seeing this name, John Krasinski, just pop up. And then I fucking saw some bootleg footage of Mr. Fantastic from that Doctor Strange movie. Right in the nose. I don't know who he is. Yeah, it's it's just your very stereotypical fucking... Yeah, fuck this guy. And I haven't seen the Doctor Strange movie because it's not on uh, Disney for some reason. It's probably too spooktacular. Probably. Mm. Tom, so, yeah. go ahead. Go. No, that was it. I was going to say, so yeah, Joe. <laughs> At number four, I have Reese Witherspoon. I've said it's a lady. I it know looks- this is all jokes and shit, but don't pick a lady, you fuck. It looks like a Pomeranian, Tom. <laughs> uh, not a fan of that breed of dog, especially when it's a person with a breed of dog face. Probably needs a good punching. <laughs> so you want to punch a dog, too? What the, the fuck? Yeah. Fucking yapping little piece. Jeez. Yep. Number four. (laughs) Number four, I have Tucker Carlson. Granted, that guy sucks to begin with, but he's always just there, like with his fucking eyebrows up, his mouth halfway open, like he's wondering if people knows he just shit his pants or not. He's got a stupid fucking dopey fucking bitch face. And he can go jump in a goddamn lake. He used to wear a bow tie, which I... Damn, I didn't know he was gay. I wouldn't have fucking said that shit if I knew that then. I don't hate gay people. I just don't like this guy's face. Damn. You, You either fucking sell popcorn or you're a gay man. Those are the two people who wear bow ties. Not that there's anything wrong with wearing bow ties, but I feel bad. Or selling popcorn. Mm. Number three. At number three, I have Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Wouldn't be fair to punch him because he's probably asleep, or he looks like he's always asleep. But, yeah. Punch that guy. (laughs) Is that the Joker? Yes. Okay. Doesn't he have a hair lip too? Maybe. If you want to beat the shit out of the fucking deformed women and dogs, 
That's fucked. Hey, that's what they get. They were asking. <laughs> Joe, I forgot the fucking guy's name. You're out there gay bashing. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know he used to wear a bow tie, Joe. Still a hate crime, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I think they would understand. Oh, as long as it wasn't red suspenders. <laughs> I just learned about that shit this weekend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All kinds of knowledge. Joe, can't remember the guy's name, but he had a nickname. And that nickname was Pharma Bro. Mm. You remember this fucking dick licker? Yeah, the guy that bought the Wu-Tang album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was charging all this ridiculous money for fucking medicines and mm -hmm. shit. What a cunt with a fucking cunt face. He's in jail now or something. Maybe getting sodomized. I don't know. <laughs> if he wore a bow tie, it would have been a treat for him. <laughs> Throw me in jail. <laughs> At number two, I have Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> this is a goofy-looking motherfucker. You know, and if he's just rattling off, you know, just talking, talking about this movie or that movie, it's double, you know, the, the feeling you get to want to hit this guy. <laughs> uh, do you remember how he sounds? No, thankfully. Okay, we just watched Death Proof last week. <laughs> well, all right then. Joe, my number three is skinny Kevin Smith. <laughs> and him fucking always taking pictures like this now. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Motherfucker. <laughs> Agreed. Number one most punchable face, Tom, is uh Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> it does suck. <laughs> Just wanna hit this dude. <laughs> Any specific reason? Just because it's a punchable faceless? It's a very punchable. There's nothing. I don't think the guy is funny. Uh, there's that. Like, late night. It's never been worse, probably. Late night talk shows. That does it, I guess people still watch that shit because he's been on for fucking years. But, yeah, just a dorky looking motherfucker. <laughs> well, Joe, my number one is uh, the lead singer from Slipknot. Uh, I, I bought the first CD, I think, and it was, all right. it was all right. I got nothing against the guy. I think his name's Corey Tyler, Corey Taylor. Taylor, or yeah. Or some shit. But, uh, like, I didn't even know what this motherfucker looked like. 
because I don't give a shit. But now that he's working conventions, all these pictures you see of him, he's just like just making some little kid smug face. It's just like, what are you doing? You're you you don't probably look like that normally, <laughs> but all these pictures just doing the smug little kid face. What is that? Why would that be the way you take your pictures? <laughs> Everybody's got a gimmick. You just you just ask. You're just asking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you seen those? Or is yeah. it just the people on my feed? Yeah, I've I've seen them. Uh usually after a convention when everybody drops all their photos. Um How do I know why you wear the mask. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, nothing against the guy. I mean, that's just the face he puts on for pictures. Yeah, I like a few of their early songs too, but yeah, they're nothing I get any kind of excitement about or anything. <laughs> oh, you're telling me you never whacked off to the clown guy? <laughs> no. I seen him in concert once at uh, Tattoo the Earth or whatever the fuck that uh, <laughs> tour was called many, many moons ago. I went because Esham was supposed to be there. He was not. <laughs> I mean, they put on an all right show. It wasn't just bopping around the stage and shit. So, I mean, it was all right. Like I said, nothing against the guy or his fucking band. It's just, why are you making that face, mijo? <laughs> so, everybody, don't worry. We're not going to punch any of these motherfuckers. I mean, Joe, hide your dogs and your women. I guess, but shit. So join us next week for another well, surprise if episode. Think of a of a list. We may have one more episode. Uh, <laughs> just be waiting on pins and needles out there to see. Oh, what are these guys really done this time? Are they really done? Hey, we ain't lied to you yet. Mm. So, if you would be so kind and head on over to dwnproductions.net and peruse the fine works of art that I make with my own two hams, uh, maybe you got some fucking government money coming back. Maybe, you know, you were lucky enough for them to give you some of your money back. Maybe you want to give me some of your money. I would appreciate that shit. You would get some cool fucking shit in return. And uh, I'll just have to uh, pay taxes on that money that uh, <laughs> you got back from taxes you paid. And the cycle <laughs> continues. Uh, yeah, and then go over to fastcustomshirts.com. Put in a, a big order, you know. Get some, uh, get like 10 shirts or something because uh, I'm pretty busy right now, which that's cool, but uh, all the money is gone because I've been so far behind the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, an order would be good. And I, I've still yet to pay my taxes, which I'm going to have to do really soon. And I will have to pay, which is not good. Not good for me. Comes at a bad time every year. Every goddamn year. Thankfully, this quarter, whole bunch of money won't have to be paid because <laughs> a whole bunch of money did not come in. 
So at least the estimated on this quarter would be, uh, I mean, it's still going to suck because all the fucking money's gone just on fucking bills and shit, but uh, still going to have to pay, pull more money out to pay the, pay the government. Thanks, man. Uh, but hey, yeah. everybody. But yeah, what? Spit but, it out. But yeah, join us next week and boycott. So-